Business of Branding podcast. If you are a creative female entrepreneur ready to connect with more of those heck yes clients, build an irresistible brand, and allow growing your business to feel easier than ever before, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nikki Arnsman, a brand designer and strategist, a mama, and a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. On this podcast, I share all the strategies, tips, and lessons learned that have helped me build and scale an aligned business. My hope is that the content here will inspire you to go out and do the same for yourself. Welcome to a solo episode of the Business of Branding podcast. Forgive me if I get a little out of breath at all, but this is the stage of pregnancy that I'm in where talking makes me run out of breath. (laughs) So I'm going to do my best to not have that happen while I'm recording these, but I polled my audience on Instagram did a little questioning there and got some fun topics for a few solo episodes that I am excited to dive into a little behind the scenes on my own business. Things like, am I taking maternity leave? And if so, how am I preparing my business for that? That'll be coming up in a future episode. And another good topic was around how I do my lead generation and how I sort of grow my business and get customers or clients specifically if it had to do with Instagram. This was a question. Did Does my lead generation rely on Instagram um, as a social platform? And the reason why I felt like this was a good topic for me to dive into is, spoiler alert, mine does not rely on Instagram. But I know that I feel or I feel like there's like a lot of pressure around consistently creating content on Instagram and just social media in general. And I think that a lot of people are having some great success with these other platforms like TikTok and like specifically TikTok. And uh, I think it's amazing. And also, I don't even have a TikTok account. Might need to get one in the near future, but right now I don't have one. So I thought that this was an interesting topic because I'm always talking about doing things in a way that feels really good for you and aligned with where you want to be showing up. You know, for some people, it's like being on Instagram all the time and, and or like having to always be like on and sharing content there all the time, like doesn't always work. That could just be because you're an introverted person and you don't like putting your face on social media. Um, I do have some thoughts around that, but it could also be, um, you know, just kind of like the season of life that you're in right now. And it's not like easy for you to be like creating content all the time for social media. And so I do think that there are like these other ways of uh, generating buzz and leads through what you're doing in your business to help grow it and uh, gain more clients and gain more customers. But I do think that there are some like clear, like expectations that need to be set. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about how I get leads and how I grow my business. um, If it's not Instagram and I'm on Instagram, obviously. I've got an account. Um, and I do I do post there like fairly often. 
actually, I shouldn't say that I post. I'm not like doing feed posts very often. I think my last Instagram post was from March 22nd, 2022. And today I'm recording this and it's a month later. It's April 20 something. So the last time that I posted on my feed on Instagram was actually a month ago. I'm in my stories frequently, like probably daily or like every other day. Sometimes I go a couple days without posting anything on my story. And a lot of it is like family stuff, just kind of like, that's like my life right now. Um, so I, you know, I post like family stuff and like what we're up to. And then I obviously like trickle in like business stuff as needed, but sometimes I struggle with like what to share on Instagram. And at, part of this probably has a lot to do with, I don't like have a marketing plan with Instagram as a content sharing platform. I got definitely discouraged by the last like year or so of not really like getting uh, good story views there and ever like compared to my following on there. And some of you are probably listening like, wah, 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 you have 34,000 followers on Instagram. I do. And a lot of these followers come from one of my lead gen like mechanisms that I'll talk about. And so I gain followers there frequently, probably like, you know, 50 followers a day, something like that, 25 to 50 maybe more just depending on like the day. But I don't often like, I don't, I'm not like chatting with people and turning them from a follower into a lead. Most of my followers on Instagram are already paying customers of mine. And I like to differentiate customer and client just because Clients, I feel like I have a personal relationship with from the sense of like, we're working one-on-one together or they're in a mastermind of mine, or I'm doing design work for them specifically, brand identity or whatever it is, where my customers are more people who like shop my digital products and like, they're, they're just like purchasing like self-led stuff. And I do connect with them inside of our Facebook group, but these are customers and they feel, I feel like I just need to like differentiate that. The stage of my business that I'm in right now is I am available, more available to grow my customer base than my client base. And I think it's important to differentiate this because it dictates like the kind of offers that you have and, and just like the intentionality behind how you're showing up. I've never really been able to like convert clients per se on social media. It's always been, uh, I shouldn't say that. There's been times in my career where I have been able to, you know, open up cart for a program or a course. And this is like a coaching thing um, where they're getting like my dedicated time. I'm doing calls and it's like definitely more of like this coaching container where I've had to been sharing about this launch or this cart opening on Instagram and Facebook. And I've like DM'd with people and chatted with them about the pros and cons of the program or whatever, and like gotten them enrolled. However, a lot of like that, the, the percentage there is, is so small. Like it's so small that I can't even like say that I've given like full 
again, like full intention behind like launching through social media, because to me, it's never been a place where I convert followers into actual clients. A lot of times how it would happen for me is through my email list um, and through these other lead generation mechanisms I'm going to talk about, um, people landing on my email list and then me launching through email and social media, but mainly through email and having like sales calls and things like that. When I was opening up my coaching programs, um, when I was running those, I was definitely like doing like, let's hop on a call and make sure this is a good fit style launching versus I'm just sharing that like versus like an evergreen webinar or something like that. Um, or just a webinar. The other thing I did was launch with webinars. So that was definitely another like client generating activity that I would do during like a launch or an opening is do is doing a live training, a live class, a live webinar. Again, most of the time via email, reaching out to my client base in, and my customer base within my email list um, and sharing about this live training, live webinar, whatever live class and having them register and sign up, getting people onto this webinar, chatting with them there and converting them into becoming a client through the actual training itself. Sometimes that conversation of someone who was on my list and definitely probably already followed me on social media would be at a training or a webinar style thing. And we would continue the conversation over on social media where then they may enroll in the thing. But purely using something like Instagram or Instagram, let's just say, just using Instagram as the thing that is like, that's the place where they're finding me, they're learning about me, and they're converting into a client right there. I don't have a lot of that. Um, and I've just never really had a lot of that. So what do I do? <laughs> Actually, one more thing I want to just say is that I... Everything that I'm sharing is my own experience. I know, and I have had clients and I, I do have clients that Instagram is like, they run their entire business off Instagram. Like this is how they get clients on a regular basis. This is they're converting people in their DMs. Like I, I'm not down playing that that doesn't work. And there's like not um, strategic ways of getting clients through Instagram. I know that it works for some people and I know that there's like proper ways of doing it that makes sense. And that has like a methodology behind it. Like it can be on rinse and repeat for them every launch. And I, like, I know this because I have clients who, um, work this way. One of those clients is a past client of mine is, uh, her business is called Thrive Business Development, formerly the whole Tory. Um, and Tori has built her entire like six figure business off of Instagram and she teaches about it and she teaches how to do it. So like, she's a great person. If you're like, I want to learn how to actually get clients through Instagram, that would be who I would recommend. I'll throw um, some of her links into the show notes so you could check her out. Um, again, you can also find her on Instagram thrive business development. So just wanted to share that point so that it doesn't seem like I'm like, no, that doesn't work for anyone. I know that it does work. It just hasn't worked for me. Um, and, and maybe I just like, wasn't intentional about it. Kind of going back to like wanting things to be like aligned and do things that feel really good. Like I've never been like super lit up by Instagram in the sense of like, I need to like, 
be building there so that I can get clients. It's never lit me up. I'm also like a pretty money-driven person. So when I don't feel like an activity that I'm doing is like an income producing one, I typically like shift my energy to somewhere else in my business that I know is an income producing one. So if I spend a lot of time on social media or on Instagram, creating content and doing things, and I'm not seeing the conversion of that activity into income or dollars, then it doesn't like I lose interest really quickly. Um, that might be a pro and a con, but c'est la vie. It is what it is. <laughs> so here's the things that I do do. I have a low ticket funnel um, with a great front end product, uh, Brand Identity Breakthrough, that introduces paying customers to me um, and what I do. And that is all from cold traffic. So this is my one paid source. Um, I have done everything from spending a hundred dollars a day to $25 a day to like $500 a day to upwards of a thousand dollars a day in ads at varying times over the last two years. And these ads mainly, this is the interesting part, mainly run to Instagram. And so my following has grown on Instagram majority from running paid ads. And because I don't like, I only would run story specific ads and some feed, but mainly story only placement ads. That's what worked best for me. And so I gained a lot of followers from that, but a lot of those followers that I gained from there were actually buying my product. So brand identity breakthrough is a logo template system. If you're not familiar with it. Um, where you can build a brand identity quickly, easily. Uh, it's all through Canva and they're all custom designed brand identities, logo templates, color palettes, different things like that that you can mix and match and customize with tutorials, et cetera. So super attractive product to someone who is just getting started, needs a brand identity, doesn't want to spend a bunch of money on hiring a designer. That funnel has done really, really phenomenal over the last uh, two years and is a consistent lead gen source for me. Today, right now, I'm still running $100 a day to that funnel on one single ad set that is running story-only Instagram ads. I'll be honest, if it was up to me, I like might not have Instagram at all, except for the fact that I have to have an account to run ads. <laughs> I, but like, if I'm being honest, I just do not love like being on Instagram. Actually, more than not loving being on Instagram, because I do like to like see what people are up to. And I do follow some amazing inspirational people that do kind of get me excited as a place to absorb and get inspired. I am shifting, like I've curated my feed enough at this point that I do, it is a place where I do get inspired and I like to see what other people are up to and creating. What I don't love is feeling the pressure that I need to be on there consistently showing up, sharing content, launching things through there, like blah, blah, blah. And I think part of that is the fact that I don't have like a really good system in place for it. And like I just said before, like I haven't, 
had a lot of success with it. This is like a vicious cycle. I'm actually realizing as I'm talking is like, I, you know, don't see the return on my investment of time into income through Instagram. So then I despise being on there or like feeling the pressure to be on there. And then I turn my energy somewhere else. So I never really get into like a good rhythm with it. Um, to be able to really see that. So this is like a lesson to myself that if I do want to see more of a return on my time with social media, as far as it being a lead generation place, I really have to like get into a rhythm with it. And that may also mean like outsourcing that and having someone else support me with social media. Um, okay, so I've got the low ticket funnel, right? This is the $27 product to brand identity breakthrough. This is my one paid advertising source. I learned this whole system from Allie Bjork in her tiny offer lab. And that was how I launched my low ticket funnel and product system. So if you want to learn all of that, Allie would be the one to go to for that. I will say, I know without a doubt that the reason why my low ticket funnel does really well, besides the product itself being great, is that the branding surrounding the whole product and just the entire client or customer experience from the second they see an ad to landing on the uh, sales page to every all of the messaging on the sales page, the way that everything looks and the visuals, all of that brand strategy is definitely a re like probably the number one reason why it sells so well. Because obviously people don't even know the product is great until they get it. But getting them from cold traffic to click through the ad, to get to the sales page, to actually go through with a purchase, all of that happens because of the brand strategy surrounding the actual product and and my business as a brand itself. So I clap to myself for that because I know how hard it is to get a funnel like that, like up and running and going and having it be successful. And I know that a lot of the success comes from just the customer experience of them. Like I just said, going from like cold traffic to an ad, clicking on the ad, getting to the sales page, reading, spending enough time there to get the gist of what it is to actually like going through with the purchase um, is, is like, that's like kudos to having really good branding and brand strategy. Um, a lot of it to do with messaging um, as well. So that is a main lead gen for me. And the reason why I love that lead gen is because that is paid lead gen. Um, even if I break even on my ads, meaning I spend a hundred dollars a day on ads, I make a hundred dollars. It's a break even. I basically didn't pay anything to get these leads and these leads have spent money with me already. And there's so much psychology behind the fact that they've already like bought a paid product. So love that I took the time to set up that system. That was in June of 2020. Um, so, uh, you know, we're going on almost two years of consistently running that funnel, um, sometimes profiting insanely from it and sometimes just breaking even and some days losing money. At the end of the month, I pretty much like either break even or have some profit from it. But there are days where I'm like, oh gosh, I need to turn this off because I'm losing money on this. But um, at this point in my business, I'm comfortable just you know, taking a little bit of a hit. The reason why I'm comfortable with that is because leads are are nothing if we don't have anything to sell or do with the leads once they're there. 
right? So I don't care like how you're bringing in leads. If you have nothing for them to do once they're in your world, then it's like a waste of all the things, right? I mean, okay, it's not a waste to go to your email list and like actually get these leads, but in a perfect world, like we want to be able to have something for them to buy or do or watch or see or whatever it is, um, ideally leading to a purchase because we're running a business, right? So that's my like big lead gen piece is having that low ticket funnel. Now, the reason why I share that first is because that is a paid product, right? So when I talk about leads needing something, like I have all these other organic ways that people get introduced to my email list, to my stuff and my world and what I do and brand identity breakthrough and soon they'll be introduced to um my new branding storefront and if they didn't if i didn't have anything for them it's a lot of energy to be out there and this is like great segue into the my next point is uh, everything else that i'm going to share is all boils down to visibility and authority building through the visibility and any content that I create, right? So the my other lead gen mechanism is having this podcast. So having this podcast and having great guests on here with wonderful things to share and talk about and educate on allows me to get in front of their audience because then they're sharing that they were a guest on this podcast. And those people then come over here check, listen to the episodes, check out the show notes, maybe get linked up through something on my blog or on my website. And like typically will end up through one of my funnels, right? So they then may end up back into that low ticket funnel from an organic avenue, meaning my podcast. And then they're kind of like in my world again, likely through a paid product, which is awesome. Um, the other lead gen is podcast guesting. So me guesting on other people's podcasts. Now, this is something that I was really lax about like um, a year ago. So it was just like at random, I would try and like become a guest on a podcast. So maybe I would do like two a year. And I, I saw though how great it was for me to be educating and building authority around what I love around brand strategy work. Um, and all those like nitty gritty internal things like messaging and your voice and your personality. And, you know, I love brand strategy so much and I love teaching on it. So for me to be able to get on other podcasts and educate and build authority around what I am great at was so valuable because those people then, then they follow me on social media. They come and check out my podcast. They land on my website. They check out brand identity breakthrough. So because I saw the, um, traction that that could have, I then invested in having someone support me with become, being a guest on other podcasts. And now that's like an expense I pay for every month to have someone pitch me to pot, like strategically pitch me to podcasts that have aligned audiences for my products and my services. Um, and I do a couple of those a month now. So that's like a integral part of my marketing um, and lead gen strategy is guesting on other podcasts. And another one is all of the micro content that gets created from episodes that I make like this one and other like 
you know, episodes that I may be guesting on and like hot things that come up or little like golden nuggets that come up from that. And these things then being shared on platforms like Pinterest, where it kind of sticks around there for a really long time, like basically forever, um, can always be like searched there or it ends up on a blog, which has got links and directs to other products that I have. Um, and all of these things going to my email list. So Another thing is like a lot of people land on my email list through a freebie and the, a, my freebie is like color, you know, 50 free color palettes and font pairing. So maybe they land on my email list and they didn't actually buy anything yet, but because I'm consistently showing up to my email list with weekly episodes, with other episodes that I'm on, with micro content around the stuff that I am talking about on these episodes, they are then like, I'm top of mind there. It's just kind of like staying visible. Um, and like I said, this all just really boils down to visibility and authority building through content that is created and like basically like through being visible. And so big elephant in the room that I want to point out here is that my main source of lead generation comes from podcasting, whether that is my own podcast or being a guest on other ones, this is my easiest way to create content and to have whatever I'm talking about and sharing on broken out into other content so that I can be visible and be places without actually having to be there all the time. So basically like it's my podcast and that one other paid avenue. Uh, and, and, having a place for these people to go. Cause like I said, leads are nothing. Um, if we don't have anything to sell to them or for them to do once they're in our world, they'll get stale really quickly. Um, so you want to make sure that you have a service for them that you're sharing about. Like the biggest thing is sharing about talking about the things that you're doing in your business, talking about the ways that they can work with you. We always expect that people already know these things or they're going to like go and scour our website for like 45 minutes and learn about all the ways that they can work with us. And it just doesn't work that way. So you want to make sure that you're consistently sharing about the ways to work with you. And I just encourage you to figure out which platform feels best for you, which content creation place feels best for you because that's going to be the one where you're like most jazzed about showing up. For me, that looks like a podcast. And I love having the second avenue being a paid lead gen like machine that is connected to my low ticket offer, which is brand identity breakthrough. And so I have like this whole podcasting situation that breaks out into micro content coupled with the other funnel. And those are my two things that I focus on. Um, and so, like I said, could I be more intentional with Instagram or with some other places? Sure. But I'm like, I want to master these other, these other things before I go, try and like be everywhere all the time. And so figure out what works for you, figure out where you can be and and what feels good for you to show up consistently on. And that's the place that I would want to create the most visibility and um, the most authority and stay really clear in the brand pillars and the content that you're sharing and talking about. So I hope this is helpful as far as how I build my email list, how I build my leads. 
and where I'm getting my clients and my customers from. At the core, it's like my podcast and I'm always leading people back to the funnel. I'm always sending people to the funnel and I will soon be sending people over to the shop once the um, brand boutique launches. So I like those are my two places where I'm consistently sending people to go um, so that they can become clients of mine um, and customers. So hope that's helpful. Um, if you've got any questions around this, I love to chat. So feel free to email me, check the show notes. I'm going to share a couple things in here that I talked about during this episode and I will see you on the next solo session. Oh,